I'm a dude. He's a dude. We're three dudes. Saying stuff. And welcome to the week five preview, the week four recap that I don't want to hear about, and the uh, release of the power rankings show. So uh, it's going to be a somewhat long one. So we'll try to keep it somewhat tight. That way uh, uh, you're not sitting here forever listening to our voices, even though it's it's a blessing. But uh, <laughs> to kick off, of course, we will go to Jordan's college football recap. Thank you, Mike. Hello, everybody. Welcome back uh, for another great podcast. Uh, LSU started out the football season 4-0. It was an ugly, ugly, ugly win against uh, on the road at Auburn last week. Uh, but somehow we sweeped it out, coming back from 17 points down. This week we play Tennessee um, at 11 a.m. at home. Yes, we got absolutely shafted by ESPN. Thank you, ESPN. We know you're listening. Um, but let's bring home the dub. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. All right. Week four recap. Jordan, you want to kick us off with Evan versus J.O.? Yes, I do. So the Trunk Boys and Daddy Pinocchio. You know, J.O.'s team is looking more and more impressive. Every week he squeaked out a dub here this week to put Trunk Boys in 10th place. Thank God I'm not last anymore. It feels good. It was getting lonely at the bottom. Um, J.O., like I said, squeaked out a five-point win thanks to the performance of Patty Mahomes with 29 points and a very surprising performance from Rashad Penny, who also put up 29 points. I think that is his uh, highest point total of the week by far. Yeah, it is by far, actually. It, like, almost doubles his last three weeks combined. So, congrats, J.O. You start out the season 3-1. and one. I think your best start ever. I'll have to go back and check, but I think it's his best start ever. Probably. Um, I will next uh, go over Kurt versus Zach. So, <laughs> Kurt suffers more than just one loss because he loses <laughs> also Javante Williams going down for the season with a torn ACL, LCL, terrible, terrible uh, injury. So um, that's that's going to be brutal for, for Kurt and for Javante. Honestly, it's even worse for him. But uh, so he's going to have to go and try to find a replacement for that for the year. Um, and he also may miss out on JT this week, who has a short week and a high ankle sprain and some turf toe. So he's going to be in trouble. But Zach continues his streak of the lowest points allowed and gets the victory powered <laughs> by a healthier Justin Herbert and running back two of the season so far, Saquon Barkley, who actually took snaps in the Wildcat during this game because both QBs for the Giants went down to injury. So... Zach kind of got lucky, did not score 100 points, but luckily he faced Kurt, who did so much worse. Dom? Yeah, next, I'll review my matchup. Uh, started off strong, the Dom versus the Fuckholes. Uh, we had a side <laughs> cash bet between uh, Chris and I on this one, and I made the bet about 10 minutes before Thursday night kickoff, and I was feeling great about it. Uh, Joe Mixon and T. Higgins both had great games to get me started, and – the rest of the day, I was sweating it out, uh, but his guys pulled it through. Tom Brady had his best, best game of the season uh, to seal the deal f- for him in the uh, game against Kansas City. And uh, Josh Jacobs, oh, man, uh, more on him later, but he had a great week, 33 points, and he took home the victory. I was one of the higher scorers on the week, but not high enough to get the win. Uh, fuck holes now two and two dom one and three how much did you lose 25 buckaroos Ooh, buddy Ooh. Right. i'll make it back yeah. <laughs> all right i am up next <laughs> oh mike mike just ran into a buzzsaw this week so mike the buff lesbos took on don't worry murray who a little preview here is the consistent number one in our power rankings um, Ollie is the only 4-0 team in the league, uh, and he just absolutely shafted Mike <laughs> to a tune of 181 points to 114. I mean, his guys, he just had a solid day all up and down the board. Um, Jalen Hurts had another another good week, but just was not enough. Uh, I think I don't think anybody would have beaten um, Mike or Ollie this week. Sorry, so bad timing, Mike, to play Big O. Yep, yep. Had no chance with that one. Uh, and finally, I'm going to go Jordan versus Jason. Jordan, Jordan finally gets a W, and he could not be happier with who it's against. Thanks to Austin Eckler's three touchdowns, which I told you so, Jordan. 
which was actually 28% of your total scoring. Um, Jordan can at least hold his head high for one more week. Uh, Jason, on the other hand, will need to look for another quarterback and his dignity this upcoming week. <laughs> so um, next we're going to do our, our uh, you know, highlights. Uh, so Mike's manliest performance, he was alluded to earlier, Josh Jacobs. He's a man on a mission. Jacobs is playing in the last year of his contract after his option was declined, and he looks like he's playing for a payday. Uh, he was heavily involved on the ground, 144 yards and two TDs, and in the air, five receptions for 31 yards, which is not typically what Jacobs does. And he was basically the catalyst that drove Chris's comeback victory. Um, without without him, uh, I don't think Chris wins, um, without a doubt, because he went ham. Dom. All right. I'm going to try and change it up here. I think the last couple weeks, the doofus went to our favorite manager, Evan. Um I don't know what he's doing. He's not doing much at all. So it seems um, leaving uh, Hollywood Brown on his bench for, I don't know why. And, but his opponent, I'll go ahead and give the doofus uh, to his opponent. His opponents did end up winning, but CD lamb on the bench. Got to get that guy in there. Uh, came up with almost 19 points this week. And also Brees hall, I think, could have been another one in his starting lineup uh, at the running back position, had a solid week, and he's getting more and more activity for the Jets. So, Daddy Pinocchio, while he did get the win, I mean, it was against Evan. So, a little doofus for the week. But, you know, doesn't matter too much. He got the victory. You're not even going to name Hawkinson who he left on the bench? I mean, I, I saw that, but, I mean – no one projected Hawkinson to go sure. for 37 and he played Ertz who's been solid all year. Um, so I can't, I can't fault him for that. Okay. I was just trying to pick somebody else besides Evan because he's been sucking it up. Yeah. Not sure why he picked Claypool over Hollywood Brown um, for uh, that. Cause if he did, I, I think he wins. Probably yep. so. Yeah. Because Clay, Clay, Claypool, <laughs> Claypool got a zero. Um, so all right, Evan George. will set his lineup when he plays me. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. So my jerk-off worthy player of the week this week is actually going to be a tam- the Tampa Bay defense. Jason, thank you so much for playing them. You committed the cardinal sin of putting up the defense against Patty Mahomes. I don't know what the hell you were thinking, but when I saw that, I just started rubbing it so hard, I started to chafe a little bit. So uh, thank you for playing Tampa Bay defense. They gave up 41 points. Gave over 400 yards to the Chiefs. They are the reason why I won that game because you played a – you made a bad management decision. Good job, Jason. Congratulations. <laughs> Not because of his team, but because of the ineptitude of the other manager. Um, but <laughs> I'll take a dub any yeah. way I can get it at this point. All right. Well, you know what? Uh, we will get to our week five previews right after the break. Did your starting quarterback get hurt this week? Or did your starting running backs score in the single digits yet again? Or did your starting defense? Did you decide to play them against the Kansas City Chiefs? All that culminating in a loss to one of the worst teams in the entire league, giving them their first win of the season. Call 1-800-247-HUGS now to get the hug you need. Better luck next week. All right, we're back. Hope you uh, enjoyed that ad. Don't know what it's about. Uh, probably should check my sponsors. Um, <laughs> but so uh, first uh, matchup we're going to look at is Dom versus Evan. Um, so Dom, I'm going to highlight, you know, I, I know he doesn't deserve a lot of, uh, of you know, screen time, but let's talk about Josh Allen. All right. All Josh right. Allen. He is currently, I think, the uh, quarterback two. My bad. Yeah. Yep, quarterback two. He's facing Pittsburgh, who they have a rookie quarterback, um, so I expect them not to be on the field very much on the offensive side. But Josh Allen just proves, you know, he he's has two down games. that It, it wasn't too impressive with uh, against Baltimore. Um, at least I don't think so. 
but I think he's going to try to go ham uh, and try to get back on back on track. Uh, but you know, he's, he's doing well. He got 25 points. So that was, that was decent, but not the Josh Allen way. Uh, Jared Everett, Jared Everett, currently the tight end five, the surprise. He is getting at least six targets the last three weeks. Uh, got a touchdown last week. He now is Keenan Allen coming back. That's going to be a huge question mark. Um, they are facing, uh, Cleveland. Uh, so, you know, they could try to run that, run the play the clock a lot, but I only see Jared Everett just keep on getting uh, Herbert's trust. And he's just, he doesn't look like a tight end whenever you see him. He actually looks like a wide receiver um, on the field. So he's got that speed. And uh, finally, Damian Pierce. So Damian Pierce, he has finally arrived. He blew up a 75 yard touchdown run last game. Uh, he is going to basically hold on to that that uh, that running back spot. I don't think Sexy Rexy is going to be involved too much in the future. He's going to be against Jacksonville. The Jacksonville is a good offense, so what they're going to try to do is probably control the clock as much as possible and get the and get the ball to their best players. And right now, that's Damian <clears throat> Pierce. Uh, so, how do you feel about your opponent? Um, I think he sucks. And I mm-hmm. should get the victory this week. But I think it's all going to ride on uh, how his this three-pack of Henry, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and Debo do. Uh, Henry, we know just uh, these last two weeks have been very good for Henry. 23 points about each week. Uh, can he continue against the Manders? Uh, our boy from LSU, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, uh, another strong performance, uh, his second two-touchdown performance of the year against Tampa Bay. Uh, for a while, they were splitting up a lot of the touches between him, McKinnon, McKinnon and Pacheco, um, but he got the most valuable ones and the most on the team and made the most of them and got into the, the pay dirt twice. Will he continue it this week against the Raiders? Uh, they're going to need to put up – I think there's going to be a lot of points in that game. Uh, lots of fireworks. I'll spare you all the sound effects this week. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> Give us we'll one. Give us one. This one. Pew, pew. Oh, we got two. Sweet. <laughs> and Debo Samuel, the man, Debo Samuel, showed out um, for his first 20-plus point game of the year uh, with that amazing touchdown – catch uh, and run around the whole field. And he said, Jalen Ramsey, who's that? Bye. Scored a touchdown. And uh, he'll look to continue his run this week uh, as they play Carolina. Uh, Jordan, what you see for this matchup as X-Factor? All right. So this one, go ahead and predict the win. I think Dom's going to get the dub. The pressure's on Dom. You do not want to lose to to the guy who has – once again, what? What, Mike? You're the kiss of death, dude. You're the kiss of death. <laughs> I was trying to get my my pick my uh, pick my win rate up here. All right, all right. All right. So, <laughs> that's so. true. He's only got so many on the year, and every time he picks against Evan, and that's that's the sure thing. So, Mike, Dobbs <laughs> will get the dub. I don't have an X factor, Evan. What the hell are you doing carrying a kicker and Odo Beckham on your bench? I promise you. Nobody's going to pick them up off waivers. Fucking manage your team. This is ridiculous. Like, it's just pissing me off at this point. I think you're trolling everybody. You are a reshard, so you're most likely trolling. I know you're listening, by the way. Um, Yeah, Dom, bring on the dub. All right. Well, I'll I'll go ahead and go to the next matchup, which is my matchup, Jason versus Mike. Um, So, Jason, I'm going to be covering you. Now, one thing I already know is that you have a quarterback that's out. Yeah, I'm either assuming you're going to put Kirk Cousins in or get some off the waiver wire. No matter what, you got to do better than zero with, it, with Tua uh, in there. Or you can get Teddy B against the Jets. It's not a bad play with, with that stack, but I'm not going to give you any more advice. Uh, but first, I'm going to talk about is A.J. Dillon. A.J. Dillon is facing New York Giants in London. Giants are shitty on um, on offense besides Saquon Barkley. Uh, they've kind of they're kind of a fraud in my opinion for the NFL with their their record. I think they might be three and one, um, but that's only because of who they played. So AJ Dillon, I I see just controlling the ground, um, has a good shot too against the uh, New York Giants. 
Next, I want to look at is uh, Tyreek Hill. So Tyreek Hill, uh, you know, he still showed out with uh, Teddy B. He had that bobbling long long patch. Probably could have scored uh, if it was just led a little bit a little bit more. <clears throat> then he got stopped at the one or close to it. Um, he did someone asked how how he would play with Teddy B or if he they think he's going to perform. Uh, and I think his response was, "I could I could do work even with you as my quarterback." Uh, so. Tyreek is more than confident. Again, they are facing the Jets, uh, who are not very good on defense uh, and on offense either. But So Tyreek, <laughs> I expect to just run up and down. A very, very good play. And then Robert Woods. Uh, Trayvon Burks got a turf toe. Woods finally got a touchdown last, last week. You know, I think he's now basically – the, he he's now involved in the, involved in the offense now, uh, the number one wide receiver in my opinion. Now that Burks is out, uh, no rookie breathing down his neck, and he's facing the thirty first worst pass defense. Defense. So Robert Woods is set up very nicely due to plenty of opportunity and uh, a very very weak uh, opponent on the defensive side. Dom, all right, looking at the Buff Lesbos. Uh, they seem to be trending upwards, um, and one of those reasons why well, he didn't play last week on Mike's team, um, he'll have him in a starting lineup this week for sure, and that's J.K. Dobbins, running back for Baltimore Ravens. Started up off the year injured, and uh, I think he's going to be a great asset for this team going forward. Cincy in general, uh, so far this year, has been a tougher matchup for the running back, but we know – Baltimore will stick to that run game, and he'll have his opportunities in this one. Uh, second one I'm going to talk about is Christian Kirk. Uh, not a lot of mention so far, any of our podcasts, I don't believe, but write this down. Through week four, Christian Kirk is the wide receiver seven on the year. He's getting uh, lots of targets, and he's scored mm-hmm. four touchdowns, or well, three touchdowns uh, to date, and he had a down week last week, but I see him bouncing back and having a good uh, week against Houston. Lastly, I'm going to talk about Mike's tight end, Tyler Higby. Uh, he, mark this down as well, leads all tight ends and <laughs> targets so far this year. Ahead of Kelsey, ahead of Hawkinson, especially after these last couple weeks, Higby is getting the most targets. I don't know if you've watched any of the Rams games lately, but it's first read Cooper Cup, second read Tyler Higby, and he's getting a lot of touches. Uh, let's see, hasn't turned in any touchdowns yet so uh, this season. Because Stafford still, can't throw her shit. <laughs> but still, he's got a high floor, currently the tight end seven on the year. Uh, so that'll be – it's always good to get some consistency because if you don't have one of those top guys in this position – um, it's boom bust whether or not your guy catches a touchdown. Um, and just to toot my own horn, since I often do have bad takes, I said Brandon Cooks was going to score last week, and he did. So I will pat myself on the back for that. Yeah. Well, well him, done, Dom. Help, it helped him be respectable. Still had no shot at Gonzalez. Jordan, <laughs> X Factor. All right. My X Factor for this game is going to be Mark Mandrews. So it, Jason's team – Literally lives and dies based on the performance of Mark <laughs> Andrews. Uh, he lost in week one where Andrews only put up seven points. He gets the victories weeks two and three where Andrews had over 20 points each week. And then again, last week he lost to yours truly, me, eat shit Jason, where Andrews only put up two points. So uh, what, Mar- what Mark Andrews does um, this Sunday will be, uh, def- will be, I guess, the difference between a, a W and an L for Jason. And Mike is going to get the W. I think Mike's team is just better. Um, outside of Justin Jefferson, Jason's team just does not have that much firepower. Again, you don't want to be dependent on a tight end unless you're Zach. So, Mike, I'm going to see you moving to three and two. <sighs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We uh, don't want your picks, Jordan. Yeah. Shit. So, well, uh, quit. Then quit, ask, then quit putting me up for the for the uh, snacks no, or whatever. Okay. No, you all started right, it. All right, fine. Uh, Jo versus Zach. Okay, we gotta pump this up. You know, it's just getting a little depressing. <laughs> so Jo, 
J.O. currently sitting at three and one. That's right. You didn't hear uh, incorrectly. Three and one, Justin Overman. Uh, we are living in the bizarro world. It is it is official. Um, there, hell has frozen over. Are we um, in Hawkins? Uh, huh? Are we in Hawkins? <laughs> I mean, we we're basically, you know, the middle the Middle East is about to grant peace. I mean, if he if he gets one more victory, I think um, <laughs> world peace is about to come through. You, uh, Russia is going to go out of re- Ukraine. Actually, even say sorry. Um, I, I, I just. <laughs> So, so do this for the world, J.O. Do this for the world. But no, let's talk about um, his team. So first, we want to talk about Patty Mahomes. Patty Mahomes currently sitting at uh, third-ranked quarterback. He gets a Monday night game against Las Vegas. These two teams go buck wild against one another. It doesn't matter how bad one team is doing. Typically, it's the Raiders. But it doesn't matter. They are going buck wild. The points galore. I expect it to happen the same because now Las Vegas has uh, more firepower. So I expect a lot of points scored on Monday night football. So Patty Mahomes, I think, will put up at least a 30-burger. Next, we have uh, Rashad Penny. Rashad Penny went wild last week. He had two touchdowns, one being a very long one. Basically, uh, if without that long long, uh, touchdown at the end – J.O. doesn't win. He only won by five points. Uh, so now he faces New Orleans. New Orleans is a tough defense, tough run defense. But you know they want to establish run in Seattle and keep that efficiency for Geno Smith very tight, have him throw very little passes. Um, but Rashad Penny is going to be relied upon. Uh, Seattle typically does very well. If you don't need me to remind you, fucking beast mode, beast quake, all of it. It's against New Orleans, so expect Penny to be involved, but it is a tough, tough defense, so um, kind of t- temper expectations. Uh, next, let's talk about Chris Alave. Alave. Um, uh, let's, Chris Alave, he's gotten a lot of air yards uh, in the past couple of games. He missed on two bombs last week. That would have just made him go ham against Minnesota. Um I hate the refs. I can't wait to fucking ah oh, fuck them. God damn it! They, <laughs> Dude, they lost us that game. Yeah, every week, every week. We, we can't. Okay, I, we're gonna. I'm gonna. No, I can't. I can't go down that rabbit hole. We digress. Chris Alave, he's proving to be the star of that wide receiving core. Not Michael Thomas, even though Thomas was out. Alave is getting the air yards, which only spells superstardom. He against Seattle, 11th ranked. Um, so it's not an easy matchup. But I only think that's because a lot of people don't throw against Seattle. We're going to have to throw. We just we're just going to have to um, because th- we we can't run the ball either because we have no fucking O line. So he has a goddamn great depth work. But let's go ahead look on the other side with uh, Zach there, Dom. Uh, Mike, I just want to mention you talked about the Giants being the fraud of the NFL. Um, and I like to draw a similar parallel to the Nashville D-Riders, who are also 3-1. and one. Um, I don't think it's as much based on their team as it is the opponents they happen to be matched up against. <laughs> but going on to uh, talk about some of these players this week uh, in the matchup against uh, J.O. I'll talk about Garrett Wilson. He's been a target monster for the Jets. But that was when they had a guy named Joe Flacco. Elite Joe Flacco. Elite Joe Flacco, excuse me, at the quarterback position. Uh, last week, when the man with the same last name, Zach Wilson, took over the helm, he had his fewest targets and lowest output of the season. So will that turn around or not is a big question. Uh, they play Miami this week. Um, and, of course, we got to talk about the two tight ends. Oh, man, let's see. Last week, Darren Waller, 3.9. George Kittle, 3.4. Bold strategy, not paying off Cot. Um, He's going to need a lot more out of them if he's going to keep them both in the starting lineup. And uh, on paper, Waller versus the Kansas City. It's a good matchup for the tight end. And, again, that's going to be a high scorer. Pew, pew. Hopefully he gets uh, in the end zone this week to help him out. Uh, Jordan, how do you see this uh, playing out? Uh, And who's your X-Factor? 
X Factor for this game will be J.O.'s bench. J.O., you have three really, really good players on your bench, two studs. Fucking start them. Talk to your wife. We know she's making the decisions for you. It's the only reason why you're three and one. Desiree, help this man out. Put, put his good players in the game. And with that said, I do think J.O. is going to cure world hunger, cure world peace, cure COVID, and move to four and one. Also, take take any advice from Jordan and myself with a grain of salt. Uh, combined record two and six. Yeah, tell I, me, I will tell also me I'm say wrong. I will also say you can't blame <laughs> Jo too much about having good players on his bench because the dude has probably one of the best depths in the league. Yeah, uh, he J-O drafted did a great way job. too it's fucking awesome. well. Um, yeah, well, I, when you have I, a big I, hog like Jo does, yeah. I mean, depth is his middle name, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, go ahead, ladies. All right, so that's enough talking about uh, <laughs> Overman's penis. We're going to go to Jaya, I mean, Chris versus Jordan. <laughs> Starcross lovers meet on the, on the fantasy gr- uh, gridiron. So, Chris, he came back with a vengeance after a horrible um, start with uh, facing. T. Higgins and Joe Joe Mixon last week. Sorry for the reminder. But he game, came back, and he came back quite hard to make sure he came, uh, got a 2-2 two two 500 record. So he ha- we have uh, – who am I? First one I'm going to look at is Josh Jacobs. Just talked about him in, in my uh, manliest performance. The dude uh, showed up. What do you do to beat Patty Mahomes? You keep him off the field, which means a running game. So Josh Jacobs, I expect to be relied upon. He is being used in both phases of the game. Again, Monday night football, plenty of points being scored. He ha- he has a history of going ham against the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are currently ranked 27th ranked. Um, 27th ranked, so... Not very high. So Josh Jacobs, expect another big big week. He is playing for a payday. Next, let's talk about Pat Fryermuth. Pat Fryermuth is currently the the tight end eight. And the Muth is Luth. The Muth is Luth and had double <laughs> double digit um, performances in three of the last four. Uh, he he got nine targets last game, so it looks like the rookie, Kenny Pickett, does look to his tight end. They are facing Buffalo. They're going to have to keep up. They're going to have to throw. So Pat F- Fryermuth is going to have to get loose one more time um, <laughs> in order to make it there, right? So Pat Fryermuth expects a big game from him. Jamar Chase is my last one. Jamar Chase did not have a great showing. He had one big bomb last uh, week that kind of saved his performance. But T. Higgins is getting a lot of looks. Basically, if T. Higgins is playing, Jamar typically has a bad game, um, or it's, it, that's the way it's looking like. He's facing Baltimore, 32nd ranked offense. I mean, defense. So on for passing. So Jamar, in order to keep with Lamar, they're gonna have to throw. Jamar needs to make sure he is. I think he'll probably go against Peters or Humphreys a lot of the times. Uh, so expect fireworks. That's a, I think that's Sunday night football. Again, prime time. Jamar Chase, this is when you have to show up when you face a team like Baltimore. Dom? All right. On the other side, uh, Luke, I am your father's squad, uh, led by Mr. Aaron Rodgers, is playing in London against the Giants. Uh, he had a pretty good week. <clears throat> Excuse me. Last three weeks have been good. He started off the season with a dud, first Minnesota. Uh, even 20 points almost exactly the last three weeks. But you're going to need more of that uh, in this matchup. Secondly, Austin Eckler, the guy almost got traded. I wish I'd have pushed hard to get that trade uh, to go through between Jordan and I because Eckler is now the RB5 on the year after the huge performance, three touchdowns last week that he had. Um, Playing Cleveland this week, look for Eckler to – continue high volume, high, high opportunities, 
maybe not three touchdowns again this week, but likely to find the end zone. And lastly, I'm going to talk about his 10th round pick, Tucker. They're playing Cincinnati, who on paper, based on uh, stats so far this year, 31st uh, worst or best, second best matchup you can have for a kicker. Tucker, number seven on the year so far for kickers in a league of 10, that's not going to cut it. Tucker, step your game up. You know your team is bad when my kicker is getting highlighted. <laughs> All right. So my X Factor this week, in case y'all haven't heard the breaking news, Tom and Giselle are getting divorced. Oh, no. What will oh, no. Tom do on the field? <clears throat> so he's, play- he's playing Atlanta. Atlanta's freaking terrible. Um, Tom is usually terrific, but his lady is no longer by his side. Uh, so that's going to be my X factor. He had a huge week last week. Uh, finally, finally kind of broke out of his old man shell. So uh, Tom's going to X factor this week. My winner will be Chris Meyer because I think uh, Mike has said it a few times. I just don't have the firepower to keep up with the Raiders and the Chiefs. The Raiders will be putting up lots of points, and Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs are both going to be getting a lot of touches. All right. I'm calling for the upset this week. Reverse jinx, my reverse jinx. Oh man, he will he will need to add an additional person to his starting roster. But once he does that, I'm calling for it. Wow. All waivers go. Wow. All right. <laughs> so, last one is Ollie versus Kurt. This would have looked like a better matchup before, but uh, like I said, Kurt lost a lot of lot of um, firepower. <laughs> I feel so bad. Um, I but know, no. Sucks. So Ollie. I'll review your ass. God damn it. I, I hate when, yeah, <laughs> reviewing the person who just kicked your ass like last week. So first we're going to look at Curtis Samuel. So Curtis Samuel, he just lost some competition for targets with, um, with I believe, Jahan Dotson has a hamstring injury, which couldn't have him out for a week or two, I believe. So Curtis Samuel currently going to be facing the 29th ranked uh passing defense of the Tennessee Titans. He's a uh, he's wide receiver 18. The dude is being used in both the running game and in the passing, so he's kind of a Swiss Army knife. So Tennessee is probably going to try to you know use Henry to control the, control the clock, while Samuel will need to absorb some of those targets lost by Hot Dotson, who has been scoring all the touchdowns in the uh, passing game. So uh, Samuel could see a uptick in red zone targets so that could be a good thing for him then you have dk metcalf and if you didn't see the news there was a a little bit of a scare last game uh with dk being carted off no one saw what happened turns out the dude (laughs) need to take a dookie and it was very far and it was the quickest route so he's also a very smart man as well you you don't work smart you don't work uh harder you work smarter take the cart he got there he didn't, he didn't have to pull Lamar where he had to run and, you know, hold it tight. But he did very well last game. Um, and I think he got almost 150 yards or he got over 150 yards. But, I mean, both wide receivers. I will, I'll give myself a pat on the bat for Tyler Lockett because he still had, like, six catches for 90 yards, which is pretty good for someone who shouldn't be in your starting lineup. So I'm giving myself a pat on the back on that one. Um, but DK Metcalf will face most likely Marshawn Lattimore, who got toasted by uh, JJ. Uh, oh, yeah, JJ. Poor JJ. <laughs> I mean, poor Blattimore. He, he, too bad the Saints were, they were facing, you know, all the guys on the field and the guys in the, the white and black bastards. Um, we should have won that game. Uh, but DK Metcalf, he's a, he's a giant man. He will be facing Lattimore. Will be, they be able to have somewhat of a shootout? I don't know. It could be a ground first ground game. Um, and then Christian McCaffrey. We talked about how Christian McCaffrey was not, you know, was was not what you want to see in your second second round, uh, second overall pick. He has done um, double digits in every game. He has not done worse than wide, uh, running back nineteen. Um, and he, what was the big uptick last game? Nine catches for eighty-one yards. He did not do much on the ground, but the reason why you draft fucking Christian McCaffrey catches. is because of the catches. And so Baker is starting to look his way. Um, 
and when it's not Baker, because that dude needs to get benched soon, he's god awful. Um, <laughs> they will then go to Darnold, who knows to use how, how to use McCaffrey. Um, they are facing San Francisco, so expect uh, Christian McCaffrey to be involved once again because they're not involving anyone anyone else in that passing game. Uh, so it, it is a tough matchup with a second ranked defense, but is that just because San Francisco has played some horrible teams? I, I think what they played. Who they play? Denver, the monsoon in uh, Chicago. Chicago. They played, and they played the Rams. They played the Rams, and I want to say they played like Seattle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, they they haven't played really good offenses. Again, this isn't a great offense, but if McCaffrey it gets those you know ten receptions, you can expect a good good outing from him. Dom. All right, looking at uh, Mr. Bo Jangles. Start off at the top. The man uh, said it once. I've said it twice. I've said it three times. The fourth time, Lamar Jackson, he's good at football. Um, fantasy football, cheat code. Um, Kurt suffers a big loss in Javante Williams last week at the injury and may not have Jonathan Taylor this week. Uh, so it's going to be a little tougher. But he does have Jonathan Taylor's backup, uh, Naheem Hines. Um, but in a tough matchup against uh, the Denver D who's been doing well against the running back position. Um, and then lastly, <clears throat> excuse me, talk about Mike Evans, who was the number one wide receiver last week. Uh, when he's on the field, the Tampa Bay offense, Tom Brady, it all works better. And I think <clears throat> if he's back on the field this week, which he looks like he is, they're going to have another good game against the Atlanta suck dick shitty Falcons. Jordan, what do you go. think? So I, I'm with you, Dom. So my X Factor, you already you already highlighted Lamar. KB's K Bag's gonna need a huge performance out of him to keep up with Ollie. But the uh, Mike Evans, as much as I hate the asshole, uh, because he's a snake little bitch. Um, he had a huge <laughs> game last week to the tune of eight catches for 103 yards and two tutties. He's gonna Kurt's gonna need that again this week for Mike <clears> Evans <throat> just to even have a prayer in this game. But I just think he's too banged up, and I think Ollie brings home the victory. 5-0, and oh, Ollie. You will never get this. All right. So, just a quick recap, though. Um, so, Jordan's pick, <clears throat> we said we'd keep you accountable. Again, you, <laughs> one thing we can say for you, you are consistent. All right, Consistency is key. Consistent. So, I, again, only two out of five. You are still batting for 40%. Um, I guess that's pretty not good. bad. Bad. That's in, pretty good in baseball. In baseball, <laughs> baseball sucks. So in real world, <laughs> this is pretty crappy. Um, so we, I mean, it's a fifty-fifty shot each time you uh, pick, and you're batting forty uh, percent. So do better. Um, so starts of the week. I like this segment. Uh, I won't try to go too long. Um, but my start of the week, I'm giving you two, and it is the New England running backs. So Stevenson and Harris are playing against a 31st-ranked rushing defense in the Detroit Lions, and they will need to be heavily relied upon with their rookie Bailey Zappi or a hobbled Mac Jones or Brian Hoyer under center. So for those that don't know, the Detroit Lions is currently the number one offense in the league, Um, and they have the 32nd-ranked total defense, so great for fantasy. But – Number one offense, and what do you do to keep offenses off the field that are high-flying? High you control the clock. So that means you got Harris, who are they going to use in the run game to, con- to have ball control, and he's going to be the goal line back. And then on top of that, you then, even if they get down, Stevenson is more heavily involved in the passing game, and he gets plenty of work on the ground. Your New England running backs, get them in your lineup this week. Nice. Well said, Mike. Um, next, I'm going to talk about um, another pair you can also put in your lineup. And from what it looks like, both of these guys are in our starting lineup this week. And that's the Seattle wide receivers, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett against the Saints. Uh, we saw what uh, Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen did to the Saints this last week in London. Uh, while the Saints are returning homes, we is returning home to the Dome, we know that they are susceptible to big games to the wide receiver position. So I feel very confident in both of those guys this week. And we talked a little bit, side note, 
about uh, Mike Evans and how well he did last week being number one. His teammate, Chris Godwin, got 10 targets um, but didn't find the end zone. I think he's a solid start this week as well against Atlanta. Okay. So since we gave you all four players to play, uh, Jordan's going to bow, uh, uh, bow out of this one. And we're going to move on to the much-requested power rankings. Power rankings. Power rankings. How did we come up with them? Um, we each did our individual rankings. Uh, we, we're not going to release those. Uh, you're just going to have to trust us. <laughs> and then we just did the uh, average of it. So coming in at number 10, we have <laughs> we have actually it's Evan. I think someone might have changed something because that's not what I remembered last time. But we have Evan. Uh, most likely this is due to his mismanagement, not his, his starting roster. Um, but I think it's, you know, tell me if I'm wrong, but I believe that's why we have him at number 10. Also, he's over. Yes. Thank and, you, thank and, you, Mike, for not fucking putting me dead last. At least I have a win. I didn't. I did not. I did not put you last. All right. Uh, yes, actually, I did. did in my rank. In my rank, <laughs> I, did. I, did. I did. All right, I did. But you know what? Do better. I mean, he has a better starting lineup than you do, and that's why. All right, at number nine, Jordan. Jordan, you only won last week because Tua got knocked out of the game. And he he played the fucking Tampa Bay Tampa Bay defense, as you said. You'll get an, a win any any which way. Um, yeah, and you even said it yourself: point. worst team in league history, in your opinion. So that's why you land in at number nine. At number seven, uh, number eight. <laughs> we, my bad. Number eight. We have. I wish I was seven. <laughs> we have Dom. <laughs> Dom, do you have anything to say say about yourself? No, my team's underperforming from what my expectations are. They're on the rise. They had a really good week this week. Still got the L, but I believe there's better times ahead for the Dom and their squad. Um, may need to make some moves, waiver wire, trade otherwise. Uh, but, yeah, I got to shake it up. Got to change up something, getting that W column. All right. Number seven, Kurt. I'm not gonna lie, Kurt was a lot higher in my rankings after uh, before this week, but he <clears> lost <throat> Javante and JT's not doing so well. So with that, his lack of depth um, to replace those, uh, he lands on number seven. But he has Lamar, which is huge. So that's why he's not dead last. Um, <laughs> These next few coming up, there's a lot of uh, it's a lot of tie here, like, variance pretty... between. Uh, yeah, individual Dude. ranks versus the consensus. Without a doubt. Um, number six, Jason. <laughs> so Jason, uh, I ranked him rather high. I had him in the upper tier. And the reason for that is, is he has a major tight end advantage with Mandrews. And also his wide receiving core is ridiculous with Tyreek Hill and JJ. So that's where I, I have him. If y'all want to say anything about it, Go ahead, but if not, I'm going to keep moving. No, I'm right there with you. I got him right in the middle. Um, Jordan, what do you have to say for your ranking? I mean, he lost to me, so I ranked him below me. Fuck you, Jason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that's how rankings work for jo uh, Jordan, apparently. So uh, next we're going to go with um, – we are going with number – was it five? Six. Number five. Yep. Number five. Zach. Zach, you're three and one. But – you are the third. You have the least amount of points against, and you have the third least. Uh, you have the most uh, four. Uh, least amount of uh, points. Oh, God damn it! I can't think about it. Just move redo. On. Uh, redo. <laughs> so you have the least amount of points against, which means you do not play very, very good opponents uh, by fifty points. That's a lot, and you only have the third most, uh, third uh, least amount of points for, which means you're not scoring a lot you've basically gotten lucky every week. Um, and that's kind of what we mean, that you're kind of the fraud of the league right now. Beginner's up. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's okay. I, I just cannot wait for, for our week eight matchup. I hope you play those two tight ends. Um, number four, uh, we have Mike. Uh, I put myself to, uh, right in the middle. Um, Dom, you put me a slightly higher. Uh, I'm just assuming it's because of depth. 
Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, no- your team's been doing better. Started slow. Yeah. I think you've been on the rise. I haven't looked exactly, but scoring a little more each week. Yep. Uh, and yeah, good depth and a good manager keep you at the top. Number three, Chris. So Chris, uh, you know, pretty similar on here. Uh, you know, Chris always, always a competitor. Every game, I mean, every game, every um, every year, every year. So it's hard not to keep him in the top three. He's got Chubb. You know, he he's just the only reason. The only reason he's three is because there's two better teams right now. That's it. And uh, number two. Oh is, boy, number two is J O. Um, I had him at number two. So did <clears throat> Jordan. Uh, Dom, you put him at three, and I yeah. I have him basically because of his depth. He has massive depth. Um, outside of I think he has two tight ends and two quarterbacks, but his two tight ends are ranked highly right now. He's basically what Zach wish he was. Um, with two premier tight ends at the moment. <laughs> at the y'all moment, ripping, y'all ripping the new guys so hard. Come on, eight minus draft grade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. He's had one one move all, all year. Uh, he's all right. I cannot wait for week eight. Um, but uh, then number one, not much argument here. All consensus. We have Ollie, only undefeated team. Um, went Unanimous. wild. One hundred eighty points last week. Most points for you got you got to give it to him. Uh, so, any surprises? Not I don't really have any. Um, Jo being number two is the only thing, and that's just no one would have guessed that at the beginning of the year. Uh, and yeah. you know, I uh, hope everyone likes the power rankings. We'll adjust them every week. Will we? Hey, okay, good. I like that. A good segment, everybody. Yeah, good suggestion. <clears throat> yep, good suggestion. Please bring more suggestions to the table. Yep. And fi- final one, weekly life debate. We won't debate this too long. Uh, <laughs> Dom doesn't really. <laughs> All right. We'll just go. <laughs> it is best video game. Dom, you have first pick. I know you love this category. Who do you have? I do love it. If you know me, you know I'm a gamer. Gamer ever since uh, the old NES and not much since then. But with that said, um, a lot of nostalgia here in my first pick. Um this isn't my pick, but I'm just give you a little story to lead up. Playing uh, this game growing up, I just I loved it. I don't, this is probably the game I played the most of any video game in my life. Well, except for the game that I'm gonna actually make my pick. But Super Mario Brothers three on the NES, Ooh. I played that so much. Um, flying Mario with the little tail, come at me cannons, you can't touch this, and then. From there, graduated to the Nintendo 64, which I don't even have. Again, super gamer nerd. Um, but I did love Mario Kart on the Nintendo 64, which leads me into my actual pick. On the Nintendo Wii of Mario Kart Wii, I've spent countless hours <laughs> playing this game, especially in college and not studying. Um, Gimme Toad on the Roadster. Any day, all day, I'm taking on any challenger, and I'll bring you down. What you boys got to say about that? Solid pick, Dom. Yeah, solid. I don't know if I would have gone, gone first, uh, first rounder there. but So I'm hey, going to – my pick. Yeah, good. that's fine. All right. So with my pick um, – I don't even know this, what you guys are going to talk about. So I'm just, this, can, I, can I cut out? Probably. So this, <laughs> this one um, was very hard. I, I had a massive list. Um, you know, some, some favorites of mine, some ones that are just known around. But I'm going with one where I've probably spent the most time on, the most times I've replayed it. Um, the only game that I probably put more time in, most time in single player and in multiplayer. And that is the best selling game of all time, uh, GTA V. Uh, so it is, it is, it came out what in like 2018, 2015, and it's still going around. Yeah, it's still going around. Why? Because the multiplayer people love it. The story mission is is awesome. It's long. It's entertaining. It makes you laugh. Um, it has humor. Has action. It is great. Um, I, I love every every part of that that one. You know, it also has a lot of crime. That's what's yeah. wrong with the kid these days. Okay, Michael, shut up. Playing right. these video games. Go, get yeah, out of yeah. here, Dom. Yeah, oh, yeah. Help you disconnect. Yeah, go ahead. You know, play with your play <laughs> with your purple shells and, and whatnot. But 
so yes, GTA five is my pick. Um, like I said, it was very difficult, very, very difficult for me. Jordan, what's your pick? Uh, you know, fun fact, Mike, on GTA five, it is actually still one of the most, if top two most watched games on Twitch, uh, mm-hmm. hundreds of thousands of viewers every day. So good pick there. Very good pick. Again, ruin um, the kid brains. So this one is my favorite. As everybody knows, this is my favorite subject. I've been looking forward to this, this uh, pick um, all season. I'm glad we got it, got it early. Uh, I've been playing video games since I think I was six years old, maybe eight years old. I don't know. I've been playing a long time. It's my passion. Everybody on here knows that. So with that said, I'm going to – this was very hard. Just like Mike, I, I have a very long list, and I've debated it with myself for a very long time. But my pick for best video game is going to be The Last of Us Part 1. Uh, it's on the PlayStation. It's a PlayStation Five or a PlayStation exclusive. I actually just finished replaying the remake the other day. It is the most incredible game I've ever played. Uh, between it's basically like playing through a, an Academy Award-winning movie. You got zombies. It's post-apocalyptic world. Um, the de- attention to detail that developer puts into this game is far and away the best I have ever seen of any video game I played. I've played a lot. So um, it's just a story of survival, and there's parts where you get sad, there's parts where you, 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 you laugh, there's parts where you're just like, oh, fuck, I can't believe it just happened. I mean, it's awesome. All right. And well, people, it's just everything you ever want. If you have not played this game, I highly, highly suggest you pick it up, The Last of Us Part 1. It's also getting a spinoff on HBO uh, with Pedro Pascal <clears throat> starring the Last of Us coming out in 2023. So it is that good that HBO is willing to spend hundreds of millions of dollars making a show about it. So that's my pick. Nice Thank pick. you, Mike. Some honorable right. mentions for my end. Uh, God of War, Arkham mm-hmm. City, Super Smash Bros, Mario Party, and Rocket League. So like I said, it was mm-hmm. very difficult. Difficult, difficult for me yep. to pick just one. So anything before we wrap up? Uh, uh, yeah, reminder... Um, early games again this week in London. Make sure you set your lineups accordingly. And bye weeks start next week, so prepare yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, early game for the Tigers this week, sold out stadium. Make sure you're there. If you can't be there, make sure you're screaming on your TV and getting drunk as hell at 11 a.m. or 9 a.m. if you're Mike. All right, guys. Well, <laughs> Uh, we, one of us, some of us may be busy next week, so we'll see if, uh, we'll see if we'll have all three dudes, but, uh, everybody, uh, have a great, great weekend. Good luck. Yep. Thank you. See you boys. Peace.